0: This is episode 52 of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Kami Gilner. Women are being called to lead with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each week, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Hello, my extraordinary women friends. Happy spring. The birds are singing, the grass is turning green, and the signs of spring are all around me here in the foothills of Colorado. It's truly my favorite time of year and the season that always lends itself to unfolding the new for me. Spring is always my season of of launch and growth and revitalization. I'd love to hear if you experience the energy of spring in this same way. In fact, I've had my big creative hat on this past week, building some new projects and expansions that will be unveiled in the coming months and connecting with a whole lot of extraordinary women. I love, love this. And speaking of extraordinary women, for those of you here in Colorado, I invite you to join me at my Extraordinary Women Connect event on May 29th. This is all about connecting great women to great women and meaningful story and conversation. There's not another event out there like this. And we have an incredible circle of inspiration panel joining us. It's such a powerful way to revitalize your spring energy, as well as connect with some change maker women who are really making a difference in the world. I only do this event three times a year, and it's so powerful. It's such a great way to connect with some amazing women. And so if you're around Colorado on May 29th, come join us. And given that it's spring, I also invite you to come light up your inner cowgirl courage and take my Your Next Bold Move Equine Vision Journey Retreat on June 1st and 2nd. This really is a a retreat to help you take your next bold move in life and business. And I only do this once a year. And for those of you who have never experienced equine guided coaching, I can promise a weekend full of magic and smiles and laughter and big, big self-growth. I mean, this is a great place for you to really step into what it is that you want to go do in the world. And for those of you who have experienced equine guided coaching, you know the power of this work. If you join us, my soulful herd of horses will guide you to your deepest inner knowing, to awaken that cowgirl grit in you and your mystical gypsy wisdom. This is a journey to your soul and with your heart. You will connect deeply to who you are and build a vision of how you can really matter in the world. This is my favorite weekend all year long, and I'm always blown away by the big, bold steps my guests take when they get back home, talk about a ripple effect of impact. It's this kind of work that has me loving all I get to do in the world. So head out to com for information on either of these events, and hope to see you soon. And oh, by the way, there are only a few spots left in the retreat, so if that one is calling to you, go grab your spot soon so you don't miss out on it. And speaking of loving what I get to do, the synchronicity of how today's interview came about was awesome. You see, my scheduled guest for this week had to postpone, and I was literally sitting at my desk thinking to myself, who am I going to get to fill this spot? And bam, the universe delivered. I got an email from Michelle Marie King's PR agent asking me if she'd be a fit for Extraordinary Women Radio. And is she ever? Michelle Marie King is an innovative entrepreneur and public speaker who is blazing the country as a positivity activist and passionate visionary. In our interview today, Michelle shares how her life experiences as a former international runway model and former Miss Colorado shaped her passion around helping women of all ages find their inner beauty, really focusing on that inner self beauty versus the external beauty, right? And this is a mission she carries out in her model coaching and confidence building company, Positive Presence. Michelle's mission is to masterfully motivate all ages to lead a positive life and inspire others to do, to do the same. I'm smiling through this whole interview because we are so aligned in what we're putting into the world. A bit of soul sisterhood, I believe. Let's dig in and meet Michelle Marie King. You're going to love her. Well, welcome, Michelle. It's great to have you on Extraordinary Women Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You bet. It was such divine timing that we got to meet this week. I had just had someone who had to postpone their interview this week and I had this spot to fill. And suddenly your PR agent reaches out to me. And just yesterday, as I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, who am I going to get to fill this spot? And there you show up. (laughs) So it was perfect timing. I'm glad this worked out. Yeah. 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 Thank you. It's definitely divine. Yeah. So first of all, you call yourself a positivity activist. I so love that you and I share this passion for positivity and helping people really tune into that strength of who they are from a positive perspective. So, um, I, I really admire that, that we both have that, that, that shared passion. And as I dug into your story as former Miss Colorado turned modeling coach, CEO, with this, with this mission to create change in the modeling industry to focus on amplifying a woman's inner beauty instead of the external beauty. I just, I knew you were a perfect fit for our show and, and our guests were going to just fall in love with you. So, you know, thanks for doing the good work you're doing. And what I'd like to start with is, can you really share your personal story that Built your passion to change this conversation that's going on in the beauty and the modeling industry. What happened for you personally that had you saying this needs to shift?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm, I really believe that everything happens for a reason in our lives—good, mm-hmm. bad, ugly, and otherwise. And right. uh, when I was, I was a, I'm a former international runway model. I actually got. Quote unquote found when I was about 17 and started doing runway, um, moved out to Arizona to do international runway and go on very large stages all over the world. And I, uh, I started at like 130 pounds, 510. I was quote unquote healthy, um, Mm -hmm. which was still not healthy. And I, as I started doing more and more shows, I was signed with several, several international agencies. And every time I would do a show, they would ask me to alter something about myself and Mm -hmm. it wasn't easy but I I found a way and so I started um struggling with anorexia and then my personality started to dwindle, which is what I'm known for so I then I started struggling with bulimia and just and and binging and purging um and then I suffered from anxiety and depression and it was just this this constant um Kind of like tumble effect every time I try to change myself to appease someone else. And, and I say that, you know, the surest way to lose your self worth is by trying to find it through the eyes of others. And that's exactly what happened to me as I was a model. Um, And so I eventually dropped down to 70 pounds skeletal after two years of being in the modeling industry. And I was dying from the inside out. And, um, I definitely don't give blame to the modeling issue because I was definitely not in a positive place myself. And so I was giving my power away to a lot of other people. But really after my parents came and rescued me from Arizona, brought me back to Wisconsin where I'm from and self-diagnosed, self-treated my eating disorders, decided to be a freelance model and had great success there, I started realizing that, you know, models are... When models step into the modeling and modeling industry, they, they feel like they have to alter themselves in order to have success, that you're not. If you're not five, nine or taller and size two and smaller, um, that you're not going to have value to give to this industry. And that is so far from the truth. Um, and so after I had a really successful freelance career and then after, of course, I began and became a mom to a daughter, um, right. just in the past three years, um, really, I think that's what changed it for me was I started, I stopped looking at the modeling industry as a former model with all of this negative experience and started looking at the modeling industry as, um, as a mom, and I had the same fears that all my other moms of really great daughters had, which is how can my daughter avoid the pitfalls that the modeling industry so frequently touts? And um how am I going to prevent my daughter from or allow my daughter to be in this really positive space and and be a light on stage and and represent a positive brand without, her being negatively impacted, um, and I felt the same way as a mom with my daughter, and um, so really, I think that's where my uh, passion for the modeling industry and my passion for um, helping people enter into a positive way really, I think, merged together, um, and that's when positive presence was birth.
0: That's awesome. That's really awesome, and and you know, it's the modeling agents. The modeling industry is not alone in you know in delivering messages i mean there's you can you can go into the corporate world you can go into the coaching world you can go into the entrepreneurial world all these different spaces in our life we always run into this um these, this outside feedback coming in that we try to shape ourselves into things that we're not and that 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 gives us this this case of a not enoughism syndrome, and we all face it at some time or another. And I know I certainly do, and you know perhaps even on a, a daily basis where I run into this not not enoughism syndrome, right? And yeah. as women, we have to learn to move through these moments of self doubt with grace and oh. courage, because it's it's if we can step forward and move through that negative self talk and really show up differently for ourselves and learn to recognize that when it's showing up early on we can we can we can kind of quiet and tune down that voice and really start to listen more to that inner voice that that stands that comes up from us and you know in in, in my line of work what i often see is people missing what's truly possible in their life because that not enoughism syndrome is showing up. You know, they, they they don't see the possibilities that are there. They don't see that light that's inside of them. And that small talk just really holds them back and they start playing really small. It might be a, I'm not smart enough. I'm not strategic enough. I'm not, you know, whatever enough is calling to them. And it stops them from doing the things that they really love, like launching their, they want to do, like launching their own company or going for that bigger job or following their dreams, you know, getting on a stage, you know, whatever that might look like. And these are the kinds of stories that I get really passionate about helping change. And I love the work that you're doing because you're, this is, this is lifelong lessons that these women are going to take into life and be able to apply over and over again. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I, I'm so glad you said that too, Cami.
1: It's so true. And um, a very good mentor of mine, a couple of years ago told me what fear really means. Are you, are you familiar with the acronym fear? What that means?
0: Um, yes. What, say it again. It's it's um, go ahead false
1: false evidence appearing real. Yes, yes, and yes. it wasn't until he told me that when I started realizing that God, it's so true because so many of us, like fear prevents so many of us from doing the things that we authentically want to do. And, and, but really what it is, is it's, it's kind of like just drawing this picture and it's, it's drawing a bad picture and we're in control of drawing that picture. And so why don't we just not draw the picture and just, be, you know, and right. let the picture become itself. And that fear gets eliminated. And so does that fear of not being inadequate and not being able to show up and pleasing everyone else. And um so I'm so glad you said that, that not enoughism is is so important. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Can, can you share a time where you ran into that for yourself and how you really caught yourself in and said, wait a minute, there's something I I do have enough of everything that I need right here. Is there a time that comes to mind?
1: Yeah, actually just recently, uh, I have an amazing life coach, Michelle Ariana, and There has, there have been times even as a, as an entrepreneur and as a, as a positivity activist where I fall into the darkness every once in a while. Again, that fear, that not enough. Mm -hmm. And I spoke with her probably about a couple months ago because, you know, I have, uh, I have a degree in marketing. I almost had a, a bachelor's degree, a second bachelor's degree in marketing. Um, and I didn't really have anything else. You know, I haven't gotten certified. I didn't, I didn't get a coaching certification. I didn't didn't go to college for emotional intelligence or any of this other stuff and I called her one day and I was like you know I feel like I I'm not enough like there are so mm. many coaches out there that mm. um have all these accreditations and all these accolades and all of this like this education and master's degree and doctorates and all this stuff but I little lowly me I don't have any of that those things and I'm like how am I going to have success in my business when I don't have these accreditations to back right. what up back up what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And my coach looked me dead in the eye because I was crying. I mean, I was pretty beat up yeah. about it and torn yeah. up about not being good enough. And she looked me dead in the eye and she said, Michelle, you have something that other people don't often have and that's the ex- the life experience. Absolutely. And all of the torment and the ups and downs and she said, That's your fucking doctorate degree. Totally. That's your doctorate degree. And she said, So you you have so much experience in life and that's what people pay for. And so it was, it was awakening for me. And I think that, you know, so many of us, especially women in business, we're constantly looking around and comparing ourselves to people we're seeing on social media and, and, and coaches we're seeing using, having successful blogs and successful podcasts and, Wondering why we aren't there and we start looking at their accreditations and their accolades versus what we have
0: and that's what we compare to and it it couldn't be further from the truth. Exactly, that is so true, and it's, and, it, and it is prevalent around us and and being able to recognize when we start to fall into that spiral of oh gosh, you know this negative self talk and um you know and for whatever reason, I think we, we as women always think we need more credentials and and when we really <laughs> tune into our life stories of what we 've learned along the way and every step along the way, we start to see that we you know as you said early on we, we have these experiences in our life for a reason so that we can go out. Yeah. And and make a difference with whatever our story is, whatever our journey is. And it's so powerful when we just really settle into our own journey and... Yeah understand why we are in that, uh, that space in our journey, what we're learning right now in this moment, what we learned, be, you know, in, in prior moments and, and continue to take that forward into what can be possible and how we make a difference with the gifts of who we are. It's, it's, it's just so powerful. Yeah. How do you, how do you work with your clients through their not, <clears throat> not enough isms? What is it that, you know, is there something that you can a tip that you might give our listeners to dress their own, not enough isms.
1: Yeah. I think one that even I'm practicing on a regular basis is be unapologetically authentic. Mm. And, uh, but what I mean by that is, is like, find what makes you happy and do more of that. I, I believe that our emotions are the first sign of our thoughts manifesting. And the more often We are from happiness, the further we get from it. And I also believe that the the feeling of happiness is a barometer of our true north and anything and everything we do in life should be as close to that true north as possible. And so when you find your happiness and when you find that true north, that's your authenticity, you know, and we coach on authenticity with positive presence. And so, you know, when you and your authenticity is directly related and correlated to happiness. Your What makes you happy? What makes you light up inside? Um, I, yesterday, I had a networking meeting with my sisters and uh, a group of us women in business are all part of the sisterhood. And one of my girlfriends is going through a little bit of a hard time. And we all asked her, what makes you happy? And she said something as simple as the sun. I just want my skin to feel the sun. Mm. And that's it. And so we said, do more of that go stand outside and, and get as close to naked as you possibly can and let the sun <laughs> like fall over your skin and and just embrace that feeling, you know, just being in the sun. And that's your barometer. And as soon as she, she did that, as soon as she felt like she did that this morning and she texted us and, and she's like, gosh, you guys, I felt like I finally found happiness because that was the thing that makes her happy. And so I think when I'm speaking, when I'm speaking with my clients or when I'm coaching, you know, women in business, I'm, I'm constantly telling them, like, there, there isn't some hardcore calculation. Like, it's just think in your past, what has, what made you happy and do more of that or discover, like go and find things that you think might be something that makes you happy and try and discover, like, when are you the happiest? And Do more of that. And when you're there, you're, you're going to be pointing to your true north that you're going to manifest more of the same. All of this authenticity and all of this enlightenment and this clear path to what you need to do next to get through the struggle or get through all this stuff that's happening
0: in your life. Oh, I love everything you've just said. I've got this big, gigantic smile on my face and I, um, <laughs> it, because it's so true. It's when we are in this place yeah. of, of doing what we love, we resonate that energy and we do attract more of that to us. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the, and the, vision of, okay, if you love the warm sunshine on your body, go be, go be naked and do it. It's like, let's get a whole <laughs> women around the world going to be naked in the sunshine. feeling it. <laughs> awesome. it. it makes you happy. <laughs> Absolutely. It does. It does. So um, many of our listeners and our women, I, I interview on our podcast here are really leading change in the world. And creating change in an industry like you are doing takes courage. It means standing up and being a voice for change, and that's just never, ever easy. And in your case, you're talking about changing an industry that has a long history of setting standards, if you will, around how women should look. How are you going about leading this change and just talk to us a little bit about how that's been received in the industry, and how you address that. And do you see shifts happening? You know, just t- talk to us a little bit about what what that experience of leading this kind this with this voice of change for the model and in industry.
1: Yeah, uh, great question. It, it hasn't been easy, to be honest. I think anytime you come up against uh, against resistance, it's it, Sometimes I think the resistance is, is harder, it's more of a push than your push towards it. Mm-hmm. And, and its goal is real, I mean, I think of resistance as, as, um, I think of things as dark and light, right? And, mm-hmm. and I think of resistance, especially in this case, as that darkness. And the darkness is really trying to push me, the light, positive presence, the light. Um, down and, and cover us up, and um, so it's been challenging. Uh, we we've come up against people who don't want honesty and who um, who are happy with the the norm sure. as it is, you know, and are yeah. happy giving away their services and happy practicing reciprocity and no one getting paid and. Models and designers and photographers getting taken advantage of. It works. It's, it's a system that's broken, but for the people that are in it, it works for them. And I'm not okay with that. You know, I'm, right. I'm an advocate for this positive change with, with the modeling industry. And it starts with us. It starts in our backyard in Colorado. Fortunately, I believe that Colorado, especially Denver, I mean, we are so young. We're, um, in this, in the broad spectrum of, you know, 200 years of modeling or you know forty years of the modeling industry and marketing industry, we're really at the, we're like an infant stage because we're brand new into this. And this is the time where we can all step up as talent and models and designers and, and people of the light in the modeling industry. We can step up and we can truly birth it from a positive place so that it grows in positivity, that it doesn't right. contribute to this negativity that the modeling industry has has, is known for across the world. Um, and so I really feel like it's, it's my, it's my passion. It's, it's, it's my mission. Um, it's the reason why I went through all the shit that I went through in the modeling industry and I ended up here in Colorado and that's, it's the reason. And I feel so compelled, um, uh, and so motivated to just constantly be a positive force. And mm-hmm. um, that comes with bullying and that comes with a uh, lack of acceptance and that comes with negativity from other people. And um, I think that it's a great way for me to continue to um, share with my girls, my, my teenagers and the people that I coach both in confidence and in model coaching that, you know, you're going to come up against the fight sometimes. And, stay your ground and stay positive. Don't let it, um don't let the darkness deep and continue to be the light and um, things will change and it just takes some time and it takes patience and that's, What I'm willing to give is time and patience and ongoing heart and
0: work. (laughs) And, you know, I I see the the ripple effect starting to take place. I mean, you're seeing celebrities stand up and say, you know, don't touch me up. Don't, you know, don't do the touch-ups. Let me just be me. You're seeing, um, I mean, you're just, you, you are starting to see that shift and you're seeing campaigns that come out that really, you know, just that help promote that. So the more that we embrace that and say yes to that, the more that, that, that occurs at a bigger level. Yeah. What have you learned about leading change through this? I mean, what, what, what's, what's important when, when leading change, what, what do we need to consider? What are ways that you can make the biggest impact leading change?
1: Yeah, I think that it's, you know, the biggest thing that I've learned is to understand your mission before you get started mm. and not just, uh, not just travel that road haphazardly and see what happens. You know, of course, like it's great to be in flow and it's incredible to, to just, organically and unapologetically be authentic um but at the same time you know i I feel like you you definitely have to kind of set your set your mission and like what's your goal what what are your expectations um what are you trying to manifest and the clarity you know when i started absolutely yeah um your intention i mean we talk a lot about intention when we're manifesting i mean like before you decide to uh make wide scale impact like, just sit with yourself and understand what is the intent here. Mm -hmm. And I try to every single decision I make in my life, I try to approach it with intent. And again, it's kind of just setting that barometer to true north, like understanding what's really going to make me happy with this decision that I'm making. And what's the ideal situation to get me there. And Um, so I think that that has made a huge impact on, on how positive presence has grown. Um, although it's been slow, um, we are, every single decision we're making as a company has been, um, has been life-changing for the company. And it's been positive because we're making those decisions with intent. Um, so I think that that's probably the biggest thing is if, if people decide that, you know they want to make change in some in an industry or with the government or or with politics or or with their school or bullying or whatever it may be um one do it with intent and two make sure you're doing it from a place of heart love and and positivity um and not not do it out of fear don't do it because um you think it's right but just again like set set that standard that I'm doing this out of love and I truly believe that a hundred percent of the things that we do out of love are going to end up positive Mm -hmm. and they're never going to be negative in any way. Um, so yeah, I think that those would be the two that I'd recommend.
0: Yeah. And as, as I'm thinking through this and, and I do my own things to kind of really get my true North to, you know, listen, listen to my soul, right. To listen to what it is that my, why that, that drives me, what gets me up in the morning and, Um, you know, what's that inner wisdom and say inside of me that helps me find my own clarity. What are some of the things that you do to make space, to do the pauses for yourself, to truly get, get, find that clarity around your intentions, around your, your, your true north. Yeah, you know, and I'll be completely honest, I'm just now
1: getting into these, these really great manifestation practices and, and clearing my field in the morning and, and uh, meditating. Like I'm still learning how to, um, how to practice those exercises on a regular basis. And that's how I set my day. I think we all are. We actually had this great conversation last night in my sister's meeting that like a lot, I would say about half of my sisters are, are there a thousand percent. Like they will not start their day without meditating or without, um, you know, like going for a walk, helping themselves, like getting them themselves first to this very cemented status so that you can approach your day and that very focused approach, um, I'm not that way. I'm learning how to be because I understand the value. Um, but one process that we did last night in our sisters' meeting was, you know, like write down who you who you want to be and and who you want to be in the future, and then live that right now. And right. so, like, I actually I have it in front of me. I wrote down. I am a confident successful vibrant and passionate badass entrepreneur <laughs> receiving 20,000 plus net a month from a place of ease and flow by practicing my passion positive, pa- positively impacting the world and living life in full energy every minute of every day. And when I wrote that it it set me as that person as I right. I, I when we talk about that picture painting that picture from fear now I'm painting that future picture of me, um, of this amazing person who I want to be. And I'm, I'm looking at that future picture every day
0: and envisioning myself there manifesting that person. Um, so so I
1: think that that would be a great practice.
0: Yeah, that's so good. It's, It's, I use a, I am statements. I actually call them, you're, you're writing the essence of who you are, you know, so you're doing this work around your strengths and your passions and who you are at your very core. And then how do you want to make a difference with that? How do you want to build a Brand with that, um, so it's that exactly. same sort of energy. And I think, I think one of the things that just occurred to me, and I've actually been putting a lot of thought into around what you're talking about here. Is and I would love your your feedback on this. It's I believe, and I think the coaching industry can can be very, there's, there's some schools of thought that say, you know, that you're always, you know, you're, you're kind of playing on the fears and you're, you're saying, you know, you're, you're saying if you don't do this, this is going to, this is what's going to happen. You're not going to achieve those kind of goals. So there's a whole school of thought about you, you market like that. And I am adamantly against that kind of marketing. I'm actually, the kind of marketing that I want to be working in is much more that, that visionary of what can be. And I can think about in my own career, when I have invested in, you know, coaches for, for my business, business coaches, I have always done it out of what's possible and where I want, you know, what's that vision of where I want to go. I have never done it from a place of fear. Um, you know, yeah. so that making that decision point for me has always been from what, can, what is possible versus Oh my God, if I don't do this, this is what's going to happen. And unfortunately, I think our industry went down a, 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 a there was a lot of teachings happening that said you gotta, you know, you gotta play on the fear, you gotta play on the fear. And your your marketing language that you use needs to be all about the fear. And I, I am so cognizant about how I work in my own business and how I work with my clients and how I work with people in my communities, in my circles, in my tribe, that it is all about, okay, let's use the power of what is possible always. Let's build from that space. It is so incredibly interesting to approach it from that perspective. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I I think everything you just said just you took it right out of my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's and I think that's, you know, you've got, your your work is built on, you know, the positive presence. Um, the yeah. foundation of the work that I do is based on appreciative inquiry, which is a positive psychology methodology. So I think that's where, you know, you and I are very aligned in that. Um, and yeah. it's, it's, it's fun to guide people in that way.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, like, um, especially with relationships. I feel like it's so hard in today's society, you know, like you, people want to be as connected as possible on on social media and via email and, um, and just in person. And I feel like there's so many times when we're motivated by that connectedness, but sometimes it's, it's the thing that, um, almost distracts us from, again, that happiness, that true north. And, um, I think that like marketing is using social media as that fear that if you don't get likes and if you don't have the numbers and you don't have the quantity then you're not as successful as the person that does Mm -hmm. and and, so again I think they're using that fear but at the end of the day like I I think that your relationships should all be they should be measured against your happiness you know Mm -hmm. our does the person you're friends with or that you're, you're dating or you're connecting with or networking with or meeting for coffee, does this person make you feel good? Are they making you happy? And if they're not, why in the hell are you wasting your time? Like (laughs) get up and go and find, there's billions of people in the world, go and find the next one that's going to make you happy. And, and in return do your due diligence to make other people happy, you know, don't, don't sit there and don't criticize and, and don't, tear people down. Don't tell them they're not good enough. Don't like make people make a, a concerted effort and in, in reciprocity of wanting happiness from others to make people feel good as well. You know, give compliments, find, um, find things that connect you that, that, um, make you alike, make you similar to everyone else. We're all human. Like that's the biggest thing that we all have in common. So use that, um, and find a way to connect to people in a positive way and Cash, I think if we all did that, fear would be eliminated, and yes. this world would finally start healing Ooh. itself.
0: I like that a lot. I so like that. And It is, you know, if we leave people always feeling better than when they first came into our presence, if that was, if that was our yeah. goal, the ripple effect yeah. of that is so powerful and so strong because. Yes. You know, it's like they go make the next person feel better and uplift them. And it, it's, it's really a, um, a beautiful gift that we can give to someone is to uplift them and, and help with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, love this. I totally
1: agree. And I, I say all the time that especially to my teenagers, my, my teenage girls who, you know, are not quite confident yet when they're, you know, like. For instance, at an airport going on a family trip and a stranger sits next to them, like they would, they would put their headphones on and they would turn the other cheek, you know, like they, that freaks them out. But I, I started living, I actually told my, one of my sisters this last night too, that, um, I find that every single person that is put in front of us is a gift. It's a gift from the universe or source mm-hmm. or God or whatever. And, and it is up to us to, Open it, you know. Like the the world is give, the universe is giving us this amazing gift, wrapped in this incredible paper with this amazing bow. Um, we so many times are just hoarding these gifts, and we don't ever open them. And so it's up to us to actually open the gift and try and discover in the moment that those people are are next to you, why are they? Why are they being put in front of you? And maybe it's for you to teach them something maybe it's for you to just say a simple compliment and it's going to brighten that person's spirit for the day maybe they're going through hell in that moment um right. or maybe you know you actually need something like the, uh, the other day i was looking for a babysitter and i was in starbucks and all of my babysitters weren't available for me and i was desperate and this this like 17 year old teenage girl was behind me and I complimented her and opened up a conversation and then I said, hey, are, do you live in this area? Are, are, do you babysit? She's like, yeah, I actually babysit a ton and my, the people I was babysitting tonight actually canceled. And I'm like, huh, thanks universe, like totally meant to happen. And, you know, like it's just up to us to actually do that work, you know, and discover what's the reason
0: oh i love it. it's just like you coming on the show today, so it's i love that and and the universe does right it's like the you, you yeah. know, when we when we are showing up in our right with right our right intentions and our right um giving into the world, the universe does get all in behind us and and that's always such a beautiful yeah. gift it really really is. So how do we stay true to ourselves in the mix of all the, you know, you know, this is pressure that we should perform and conform. And, you know, whether we're an entrepreneur or an executive or models or even moms, it's like, you know, there's this standard that we're supposed to be living up to. How do we really try, stay true to ourselves? How do you stay true to yourself? Hmm. That's a great, great
1: question. And I, I think it goes back to that true north again, that happiness, you know, like, um, when, when you feel yourself, like, again, emotions are the first sign of our thoughts manifesting. And so Mm -hmm. when you start to actually feel negative or Mm -hmm. stuck or, or resistance, or or yeah, like literally stop in that moment, like literally stop, literally and figuratively like stop your body don't do anything else don't continue to to um like snowball this feeling because the more that you give into it and the more you let it start to control you the more the more it's going to manifest and come back to you in your life and so I just recommend stopping when you notice those feelings starting to creep up Mm -hmm. stop and and try and like take out your compass and point to your true north and go and do it. And um, like walk on some grass barefoot. If you need to kick off your heels, go sit for a second, like realign yourself with that happiness and then continue on your day. And know that once you align yourself to happiness, you're going to manifest happiness. You're going to manifest clarity. You're going to manifest all the things that you need to, the universe provides. I mean, you're going to manifest all the amazing things that you need to get through the, the darkness that you might be feeling in those moments. It just you just it's it's your sign it's your it, it's the universe's way of telling you that you're manifesting negativity or or bad emotions right now and you need to stop and manifest good ones. Yeah. Um and so I think whenever like and it's hard. Like I mean I'm oh, not is. perfect at yeah. it. There's <laughs> there's times when I get pissed and I let myself go down this woe is me day. And I, and everything cascades, you know, finances and my relationship with my husband and my daughter's a, you know, a brat and, <laughs> you know, the whole day cascades. But, um, you know, I think that the moments when I've actually caught myself stepping into the darkness and I, I proactively decide to step out, that's when I'm able to take control of my day and realign myself again. And it helps so much.
0: Right. Right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so what your, your life today, let's talk about it, you know, from the time you think about when you came back to Colorado, weighing 70 pounds, your life has changed significantly. Um, what word best describes your life right now?
1: Uh, I I would say resilience. Um, Mm. and you know, as a young entrepreneur, mom, wife, and, and student of life. I'm constantly learning and constantly taking risks and I enter every relationship with a positive mentality and a respectful manner, but sometimes there, there's still just a lesson to be learned through potentially negative and sometimes harmful relationships. And Mm -hmm. I think resilience is the one word to describe my ability to always get back up, even through the heartache and, and through the bullshit and through the darkness and through the negativity and through the, 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 hard Lessons of life, um, and keep going, and uh, it's proven to be effective time and time and
0: time again. Um, right, and I I pride myself on that resilience. Yeah. So the resilience, and you know what I what word comes to mind that I I just feel in your presence is a lightness. So that resilience has led to lightness for you, um, and the Thank lightness and in, and in, in who you are as a person and a lightness and. The impact that you're making on the world and you know so I just I wanted to you know that was the the word that is coming up for me and I just wanted to share that with you
1: thank you I really appreciate that you know I, I did this uh, course with uh, my art director of my company positive presence and she she actually does this incredible uh, dream board workshop with art and even if you're not artistic um she gives you a canvas and she walks through her name's Judy Hawkenhall and she walks you through this incredible process of, of, um, of recognizing your gift for the world, recognizing your opportunities, your strengths or your weaknesses, um, where you think that you have weaknesses and then um, really helping you discover what's your purpose in life. And mm-hmm. I did the workshop with her before I had her work with any of my other girls. And um, I'm not an artist <laughs> at all. She would tell you that. And, uh, the, she asked the first question she asked, she's like, what what is the thing that you relate to, to the most? Like, what do you want people to, when you put your, yourself on canvas, what's the imagery that you want to be associated with yourself? And mm-hmm. the first thing that I, I wrote down was this, like, this, um, ball of energy. And it was just, or I'm sorry, it was the sun, actually, was the sun, oh. which I guess was a ball of energy. And, um, that's what I, I started looking at. And then as we went through the, the, um, artistry of the picture and she started, walking me through, you know, who are you trying to impact and what are some other visionary tools that you can assist with you, um, I actually started connecting myself to all of the, the other images on the canvas. And I turned into this actual ball of energy when, when yeah. the canvas was done. She's like, Michelle, this is no longer a sun. You're literally a physical
0: embodiment
1: of light. Well, um, so-, so it was a really
0: that's cool because that's what I was sensing. Right. I mean, I was totally sensing that. And, and I think that there is such power in and taking, I I take my clients through my entrepreneurial clients through a very similar exercise on the, the brand of who they are and what they want to be. And, you know, what is it that, what's the energy of it? What's the, if, you know, if their brand was an animal, what would it be if they're um, you know, what's, they want their brand to resonate, you know, and, and they get really clear around that. And when you start, I call it branding from the inside out because people feel that when you get clear, you find the clarity around what it is that you want to stand for. And when you went through that exercise of saying, you know, the sun and that that sun vision didn't come to you from your mental mind. It came from you from a, a deeper soulful place, right? I mean, that's the the power yeah. of that kind of work. And I'd argue all day long with you that we're all artists. We all have an artist in us, and I know you do. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but it, there's so much power when you when you play in that right side of your brain and let that that flow up from you like that. It's so amazing. And, um, anyway, it makes me really happy that I, I sense that, that light and you, yeah, you had actually you. already, you. um, you know, done that, that manifestation of it. So it's cool. It's very, very cool. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate it. So what's the legacy you hope to leave?
1: Yeah, I think my, my legacy is, is already in positive presence. Um, mm-hmm. I now have Gosh, uh, over four generations of models and young ladies that I've, I've mentored, um, supported, coached in, in some capacity across the country. And, um, I've had a couple, couple girls international. Um, and by the end of this year, I plan to step out of coaching and begin to mentor and coach coaches to have the same impact I've had on, on teenagers and young adults in their own communities um, oh, as cool. we expand to a franchise model across the country and the world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I think really my legacy lives on in the hundreds of thousands of people that are destined to receive positive presence coaching throughout the world. And, um, you know, I, when I created my company, um, our tagline is Enrich, Empower, Inspire. And I wrote those three things because I didn't want to just enrich, educate, coach um, although that was the, the most important first step for our, our girls is, is to learn. And then it's to grow and to give them a platform like Positive Presence to practice um, confidence and to practice their inner discovery and, and their inner beauty and, and give them this really positive, um, defined platform to practice that, which is the empowerment side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the inspirational piece, it was hard for us as a company, I think, to really – um, segment and to practice because it's, it's something that's out of your control. You know, it's, it's, um, it's taking the girls and having them become the rock to the ripple and not just be the ripple from me, the rock. And, mm-hmm. um, so it's been an incredible journey to see the people that we coach. Um, you know, we have like an 86% retention ratio and we see our our girls that we've coached two years ago come back and they're resilient and they're vibrant and Mm -hmm. they have this brilliance about them. And they are genuinely taking the things that they learn from positive presence and their, their own skills from their own life and their own lessons. And they are inspiring the world with that in some capacity while using positive presence as that platform. And, um, so it's, it was important to me when I created the company, I didn't want to just Coach, I wanted to um, coach girls to be able to make a positive impact on the world, creating this ripple effect of positivity for generations and generations to come, and we successfully did that.
0: Yeah, uh, I think we must be sisterhood kind of stuff going on here because <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's totally awesome, and and I love the Thank expansion you. that you're building there. It's like you know, it's like. It's moving, you know, from just the coaching that's not just the coaching, it's moving from the good coaching that you're already doing and expanding it so that it can reach more people. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you so much. Where can listeners learn more about you and your work? Yeah, they can go to our We actually have a new website.
1: It's uh, www.positive-presence.com mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's presence, P-R-E-S-E e-n-c-e presence mm-hmm. um and then you can also visit my uh michelle marie king website it's michelle with two l marie okay. m-a-r-i-e
0: com. and we'll put those links on the the page on the on the post when we when we put this up so people can easily find yeah, it thank you okay thank you i appreciate yeah. that yeah. So what three pearls of wisdom can you leave our audience with today? That's the final question we always close extraordinary women radio <laughs> interviews out with. So what three pearls of wisdom do you have for us? I would say the
1: first one is understanding that ki- kindness is not an act. It's mm-hmm. a lifestyle. And mm-hmm. every single day, every single moment of every single day to practice kindness and kindness will be returned to you. Um, the second one I would say is, as I mentioned earlier, the surest way to lose your your self-worth is by trying to find it through the eyes of others. You know, stop stop trying to get um, people to recognize how amazing you are. And instead of asking them to recognize it, recognize it in yourself and people will follow. People will start recognizing that brilliance in you too. I like um, that. And then finally understanding that your legacy is not created by what you do in your own life, but what you contribute to the lives of others. It, you know, there's so many people that I think um, give their legacy power to um, their children or to the things that that they birthed, but you gotta, you gotta let it go and um, allow your legacy to impact the lives of others. And that's really where your legacy is going to be, not Um, keeping it close to you. You've got to let it go and let it expand and let it grow and and let it be brilliant and incredible um, and illustrious. And your legacy will be
0: painful because you let it grow. Mm, That's beautiful. That's totally beautiful. Well, thank you so much today for this, Michelle. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm sure our listeners are going to take so much wisdom from you from this whole interview. And, Thanks for showing up in my life this week. And um, I look forward to actually meeting you face-to-face at some point.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. This has been incredible. And and anytime I can help you,
0: I'm, I'm more than happy to. Thanks, Michelle. Have a good day. You too. Bye. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you thinking about making the next bold move in your life? I invite you to take the Your Next Bold Move quiz at KamiGelner.com to find out how you can jumpstart a passionate and meaningful next chapter. You may also enjoy my book, Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, which is available on Amazon. In Fire Dancer, you will become intimately connected to your heart's calling and build the courage and resiliency to ignite your what's next. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and be you.